Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole tent and kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. On 1080 The Fan. Well, we got one of your sports bros here. Souk is in. No Rob. Schultz in for Rob Willertner behind the glass. Happy Christmas. And happy Festivus to the rest of us. Happy Hanukkah to you, Thank you. Celebrating Hanukkah this year. Try to be respectful. Exactly. Don't hate crime me. I do I have been welcomed in by the Jewish community officially. Thank you very much. Dave has invited me and uh, and embraced me with open arms. He says that uh, they need more people like me. So there you go. I've heard about him. He's a a Goliath. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) He's a tall guy. That's what I heard. (laughs) Well played. Oh, good dad joke there, Will. Uh, very busy Friday. Of course, it is football Friday. Lots of football news. If you missed it, I, I don't think you have. Thank finally, thank goodness, finally, the Chargers have fired head coach Brennan Staley and their GM. We'll get to that in the hot five at five coming up next. The club, of course, coming your way at six. Some fun stories. We got some more trouble in the skies, and a new CEO has been hired at a very large company. Started there as a forklift driver. So we'll get to that. I kind of thought a cool, inspiring story like, hey, y'all, like, think that you want to work your way up at a company all the way from the bottom, climb the ladder. You know, your your parents told you, hey, working hard is okay. Like, it's going to get you where you want to go. Well, I'm going to show you why that actually works sometimes the, in the club. I think the Costco guy did that, if I'm not mistaken. I, I remember seeing something a while back on that that I'm, I'm fairly certain that the CEO of Costco started out like as a as a checker. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly who I was talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, so the 58-year-old CEO, he's starting after the first of the year. Oh, yeah, that's so he's just taking over? No, so he's going to take over here after I thought, January. I thought he already 1. had. Um, I was looking at oh. an article and it was talking oh. about his upcoming the, the, this is only the third CEO. I guess we're kind of getting into it too much, but we'll we'll, we'll leave well, most of that for the I'll club. Leave it. I I thought It's I, okay. I thought that one was just a, a a little added bonus. I did not know that's the one you were talking about cuz I I thought that it, it had already happened, but No, it's was, okay. Don't worry about maybe it. Maybe I was mistaken. It's fascinating because it's only the third CEO in their history, and I just I you know as somebody that works hard wants to try to climb the ladder. I need, I think we all need. Chelsea's going to gonna like be that. the CEO one day of no. the fan. He's going to own you, Will Ortner. No, he's just gonna, a radio. He's going to boss you around, Schultzy, CEO. Well, if he wears those sunglasses, that's right. <laughs> those are authority sunglasses. I can't say no to that. No, My when you when you when you put on here. the uh, when you put on the wraparound Oakleys, the wraparound Oakleys. That is an immediate authoritarian uh, sort of look, look, the look, news. look at there the, you go. Look there at you the go. Presence right there. We, we got in the news glasses here. Instant, this is, instant, I can't even see in here. Instantly, I can't say no. Well, see, this is like their UV, so my I can't really uh, yes. see the screen. Yeah, the UV. Well, yeah. You can't have that. I'm not sure that's going to work. Maybe get some blue blockers while you're at it. I was going to bring in a case of Coors Banquet beer, but then I realized we are on YouTube and TV, so like we we can't just like drink you know banquets on camera unless I don't know the holidays. You, you make can't? it make the, the rules change a little bit. I, I didn't think our boss would be okay with that. Oh, yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like usually you can sneak it in in the past, and maybe even you know, you got like a little little chair or stool under the table and hide the drinks. I know many a broadcaster back to gosh, the 60s. I've heard rumors about Vince Scully doing that. I don't think we've rumors ever, about Dave Niehaus. I'm pretty certain that we've never hit it on this, uh, on this program. I, I don't know. 
But now the, the the TV thing, I don't know how all that works. Yeah, no I, one's I, listening. No I, one's watching. We're fine. No, I was thinking, but I, I decided against it. But it is Christmas. Despite it being Christmas here in about a week, we do have a lot of news going on in the world of sports. So let's get right into the hot five at five. Oh, hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, darling, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Big Oregon Ducks news. Head coach Dan Lanning announcing today that both running back Bucky Irving and defensive lineman Brandon Dorless are going to play in the Fiesta Bowl despite leaving the team to head to the uh, NFL. It's a commendable decision, Sue, but yeah, a risky I think, one. I think I'm loading up on the Ducks in the uh, in the bowl game against Liberty. No, it's, it's, I mean, I, I think Cream Jackson opted out. I don't think he's going to play in it, but like everyone seems to be committing even if they're they're leaving, so... Dude, getting Bo Nix and Bucky Irving in this game, dude, Bucks or the uh, the Ducks by like thirty. They're gonna roll Liberty, and yes, it is a risky move. And and I would I would uh, on and all like I think there's gonna be limited workloads. I would assume. Okay. I would assume you're not giving Bucky Irving 35 carries. Like Bo Nix isn't going to be playing past the first half is kind of what you're saying. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I would like to think that there will be a, a somewhat conservative game plan. I, if you're Bo Nix and you go into this game and you treat it like Justin Herbert in the Rose Bowl and you're running downfield, no, man. Number you got a first-round grade on you. Yeah, you want to win the game. Yeah, you want to play with your teammates one last time. Take care of yourself. Oregon is only a 17-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. I know. Uh, with uh, everyone playing, I, I'm with you. I'm, 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 just, I'm a little saucy right now on the duckies. I, I would absolutely go put the house I don't own on that. Not not the entire house, but maybe half of it. I, I think that's a tasty line right there. All right, moving on to the NFL. The Seattle Seahawks are hopeful for the return of Geno Smith and Devin Witherspoon for Monday Night Football. Head coach Pete Carroll says that Geno feels really good after missing their game against the 49ers well, he was last war- week. He was warming up before the game, and I, yeah. they, they said he wanted to go. And they made the decision not to. So I would be surprised if Geno didn't play. And by the way, it's a big game for Seattle. Huge. Well, you know, Philly is uh, floundering a little bit. Yep. And so seem a bit vulnerable. And when you look, obviously they're not winning the division. No, but, but when, one of the many six and seven teams in the league. Absolutely. And, and this is a this is a big deal. This this is an absolute big game here for Seattle. You win this. And uh, you are right in the meaty thick of this whole thing. Yeah, and Witherspoon had been down with uh, the team had called it bruised ribs. They thought that he had suffered a lower back injury when he played the Niners. But uh, if they're going to make the playoffs, that tiny chance that they've got, they need Devin Witherspoon. Green Bay, Rams, Seattle, Atlanta, New Orleans, all six and seven. There's a big difference between being seven and seven and uh, being five and eight. Also, not good news for the Chiefs today. Running back Isaiah Pacheco, surgery on his injured right shoulder. He's not going to play this Sunday against the Patriots. The team does hope to have him yeah. back, though, same, very soon. Yeah, same surgery he had in the offseason. Yeah. And so this isn't like a, a major labor. It's cleanup. Think about like when you get a meniscus clipped. Uh, he'll be back in two weeks, 10 days. I've seen guys have surgeries like this and play literally yeah. eight or nine days later. I would assume they'll be a little more cautious, but he, he won't be out for more than, than than two weeks or so. I would I would assume. On to baseball, Shohei Otani, number three, officially introduced as the Los Angeles Dodgers' newest star player. One of the more interesting things to come out of his press conference uh, when he was introduced in L.A., the fact that his torn UCL suit not repaired with the usual Tommy John surgery, his agent said there was no name for the surgery, and it makes the $700 million investment a little bit more sense, I would say. Brock Purdy had some sort of different surgery. It's like on stabilization. I don't know what it's called. Well, remember, this is his second one. So exactly. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. He's not going to pitch next year, but you know, the in, in 2025, we'll see how it goes. Uh, number two, the Washington State Supreme Court has ruled in favor of Oregon State and Washington State in their fight to control the Pac-12. The court lifting the stay that they had implemented back in October. So what that means, essentially, the Cougs and the Beavs have control over all the monies and all the decisions in the Pac-12. The other 10 teams are pissed. Well, and we'll see what happens because they can still appeal this. But, I mean, as of right now, the, the, the control not just going forward, but the control right now, including all the money that was supposed to be distributed this year, 
is controlled by Washington State and Oregon State. So the question is, how spiteful do you want to be? Is this a, you know, do you come to the table with a with a bargaining chip? I mean, this is a big deal for Oregon State and Washington State because this isn't just future. I mean, you now control uh, like an extra $100 million from this year that you have in the coffers that seemingly right now you can spend at your discretion. So this is a... Uh, this is a big deal, and I want to see if the other the other schools continue to fight this, or if it's it's just it's over, and uh, you know they they take their losses and, and walk away. It's a big win for both schools. It'll be interesting to see how they want to be perceived by others around college football and the Big Twelve, who they I'm assuming both would like entry to. And number one, of course, if you have not heard, the Los Angeles Chargers have fired head coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco. The team went 22-24 and 24 under Staley, missed the playoffs in an almost guaranteed tie with the Raiders, gave up a 27-point lead once they were in the playoffs to the Jaguars and now becomes the second Chargers coach to be fired. Midseason joins Kevin Gilbride back in 98. O-linebackers coach Giff Smith, the interim. It was great. The halftime interview when they were down 42-0, that's outstanding. <laughs> I believe the, the question was something along the lines of, uh, Coach, 42-0, uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, God. And, and then in the post game too, when he said, you know, NFL teams have these kinds of games sometimes, that is dead wrong. So according to Charles McDonald from Yahoo Sports, he gathered this info. Since the 1970 merger, there were only nine games in which a team scored 60 points. So this one that happened last night was the 10th game well, in NFL history. To be, so to be fair, these <laughs> games do happen. And uh, as he was correct, and, and people get fired because of these games. We all knew he was going to be fired by the end of the year, and when they got down twenty-one nothing, and by the way, the the the, the Raiders took the the first their first possession, scored, and then the Chargers fumbled, yeah, score, fumble, score, twenty-one nothing, and I was and I sat here and I said, dude, does he survive uh, the, the the weekend? And then when they were down forty-two nothing, I said, does he survive the plane ride home? And the answer to that question was no. I mean. You, you, there's no way you survive, and the GM, you know, took the the, the fall as well. I mean, I, there's just no way that that game gets just about anyone fired because the only way that that happens is your team quits on you. So. Now, I I'm looking here at, at Dean Spanos, the owner, of the Spanos family. Of course, Dean really only has control because his daddy owned the team and then died and passed it along to him. I don't view Spanos like as bad as a Dave Tepper for the Carolina Panthers, but. I guess simply put, Suk, how stupid is an organization now? The third coaching hire, 10 years running, you can't get it right for a decade plus? It, it happens all the time. I, I guess. You know, it does. I mean, I look, when you have bad ownership, it starts there, and they have bad ownership. But, look, let's not act like, like that th- th- the Chargers have been an absolute dumpster fire. They haven't. They, they have right. had, they've had winning seasons. Yeah. Um, they just haven't had the right guy probably since Marty. Yep. And 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 like those teams, like how they didn't win a Super Bowl is beyond me. So that's the weird part about the Chargers is they've had good rosters. They have a good roster now. I mean, this isn't a bad job other than you have a disastrous uh, ownership um, situation. And here we go again. You know, find a good GM, find a good coach, because the roster is outside of some salary cap issues that they have. This roster is ready to win and it's ready to win now. It's it's a fairly attractive job. It is outside of. Crappy ownership. Yeah, if you asked any young, like, up-and-coming head coach or even, like, a Bill Belichick, you know, it's like, who do you want at quarterback? Justin Herbert would be in the top four or five names. Like, he has to be. Sure. That's a great weapon you've got. All right. Yeah, I I just – I – I want to talk more about this, but we're running out of time. Uh, The Hot 5 at 5 brought to you by Victory Goes Mexican Food, the most – Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Popular burrito spot in Oregon, online at victoricos.com. Moving on. <laughs> this is a funny one. Have you ever wished you could buy tickets to an NFL game for just a dollar? Sure. Hell Buck. yeah. Let's go. Well, now you can. That's next here on a Schultz and Suk edition of Primetime, 1080 The Fan. is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Well, if you thought a $5 ticket to a New England Patriots game was low, which is exactly what they were selling them for earlier this month. Uh, I can't remember the opponent, but yeah, $5 tickets to a Patriots game. Well, the Carolina Panthers have told the Patriots to hold my beer. Tickets to this weekend's game for the Panthers against the Atlanta Falcons are going for low as 45 cents on the secondary market. 45 cents per seat. Is that on StubHub? Is that with, like, because there's some, see, like, the ticket fees are going to be, like, 20 bucks. They're going to make it a little bit more, yeah. I'm going to look up. I'm going to StubHub. See, see I I looked on StubHub. The lowest was 13. So this was, I found, um, this story was on SB Nation, and it's uh, uh, from a tweet, Commander Ray hashtag on X. And the tweet says, you got two quarters, tickets for the Panthers game this Sunday start at 45 cents. Unfortunately, um, he does not put the exact like ticket hosting site that he he got these on hey, maybe in those the article. Got, maybe those so, got gobbled up. Uh, they, I'm assuming, like, I mean, this was posted less than 24 hours ago, but still for 13 bucks at least on uh, StubHub, uh, you can you can get your way into the Panthers game. Yeah, I, I don't get, know what the fees are. Yeah, I get 14 bucks on here. That's oh. uh, according to StubHub. That's the uh, the get in price. 14 bucks. I wonder if it's game time. Game time has some cheaper things from time to time yeah i wonder i mean i've never i'm trying to think of a time where i've seen tickets to a pro sporting event go for you know under 10 bucks under five bucks i know more teams like the seattle mariners have ten dollar tickets every game the mm-hmm. arizona diamondbacks they're doing um i think it's a season-long pass for 299 bucks you can get into all 81 home games uh for the diamondbacks but you only got eight games a year if you're a football team, so obviously these tickets are a hard one to get, it was, usually anyways. When I lived in Tampa, so this is 20 years ago, but the the Devil Race at the time, yeah. um, you could get in for five bucks. Like, if, And th- there was always people. Like, You could just walk down to the, uh, to the uh, Tropicana, and if you had a five, you could get a ticket. And then you could go sit wherever you want. I that's mean, there, nice. there, no one went to any of those games. It was it was dreadful. So that's kind of the good part about if you have a crappy team, you know, you, you going. You know, if, if you're in LA, you know, it's hard to get Dodger tickets. They're expensive. Like if you're a Blazer fan this year, I know it's not like you know it, it's the most thrilling uh, basketball in in the world, but they're mostly competitive. Although you know the Jazz, you're down by thirty to the freaking Utah Jazz of all teams. No kidding. Um. But I'm assuming that getting into Blazer games right now, it's probably never been more affordable. And well, it's a it's a mildly entertaining brand. I mean, you're not winning a lot of games, but they they're competitive. So I mean, there that is the uh, the plus side to kind of having a crappy ass team. You can get uh, you can get cheap tickets. And that's the thing I look at because obviously you know there's only going to be so few or many 50 cent tickets but i when there's super super cheap tickets available i always like to look at the expensive tickets the premiums and you go on the 50 yard line souk behind the panthers bench which is pretty much a premium seat at any nfl stadium yeah. 131 bucks each that that is not bad and i know you're watching a terrible product in the one in 12 carolina panthers with a quarterback that's too small i digress but i mean this is like you remember when the portland thunder were in town souk yeah people were giving tickets away to portland thunder games this was an arena football team in portland oregon 
How sad is it that in 2023, an NFL franchise essentially has to give tickets away like a defunct arena team? That it just it's weird to me. It hits the ear wrong. I guess. Well, I'm looking here. So like on game time, eleven bucks will get you in. But at yep. the same time, you know, um, let's not act like. I mean, that's the worst seat in the house, right? That's the yes. 300 seat in the nosebleed. Possibly a view obstructed seat. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking down here. I mean, for a good seat, you're it's you know it's eighty bucks. You know but that's for, that's so cheap for an NFL game. Well, yeah, I got a buddy of mine that's got season tickets, and I I post them sometimes on my Twitter account for him. Um, and he doesn't sell on. Uh, he's not the most uh, tech savvy guy in the world, but he's yeah. got courtside seats behind the Blazer bench, like literally right behind the Blazer bench. Yep. And he throws. He's like, "Hey, will you put these out for me?" And I'll I'll put them on Twitter. Like I think. Last night, I think he was trying to sell his jazz tickets for a hundred bucks a pop. For Man, the for, that's a good. For, I mean, for, are these for, the service seats? Like you get like stuff brought to you, the black line seats. Yes, or it the is. Red the, ones? It is the seats behind. Oh like, like it's, yeah, if you're yeah. talking about like the yeah the yeah. waiters are coming up to you. Those that's yeah. a good price per seat. Hundred bucks, you know, for for you know again it was the jazz, but like if you've never sat courtside before, um, you know, and and yeah, I get I get it, it's the jazz and, and the Blazers, but for a hundred bucks. Well, so like I said, there's if I'm a Panther fan and I've been a diehard Panther fan, and it's a hundred dollars to sit at in the third row at the 35 yard Hell line, yeah. And I'm just a, a regular dude. I'll never probably be able to to do that again. Why not? I would hope that there's some Panthers fans, like kids especially, that are getting you know like a card with some tickets in there. You know, dad, mom buying some awesome tickets yeah, that they Christmas. normally wouldn't be able to afford. Yes, it's the way that it goes. Well, my daughter lived in Chicago. And and she lived there when the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah. And I'd go visit her. Dude, we like even the, the, the nosebleeds. Yeah. Out there in Wrigley. Dude, we it was tough. You have to pay out the booty. Oh yeah, dude. That was not That's, that was I hate that. That was not a uh, a cheap ticket. And but you know, we're out there and it's you know, you you're visiting her and so it's like, hey, we'll go out. But yeah, it was uh it was brutal. <laughs> it was like you know, and it's awesome you go to Wrigley Field, but uh you know, it's 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 spendy. Uh, but like, there's something great about going to a random baseball game, uh, sitting in the outfield. I went to Wrigley, or not Wrigley, but I went to Fenway once, and it's like on a Tuesday night they were playing the Blue Jays, and yeah. I sat right at the center field where that kind of like the, uh, oh, the walls where the meet. meet. Yeah, the, the you triangle. Put your, you put your feet on the wall. Yep, it's like twenty five bucks. It was freaking awesome. I sat. They next. weren't any good. That was one of the seasons where the Red Sox kicked rocks. Yeah, they sucked. But I didn't care. I wasn't a Red Sox fan. I was just a guy like being in Boston. I looked at that and was like, what twenty five bucks. I'm 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 sitting with my feet up on the wall. Let Let's go. I sat I sat next to pesky pole for like fifty bucks, and yeah. I was able to put my legs up. I mean, it yeah. was awesome. I was totally, and that was obviously at Fenway. And then my last and favorite memory of Damian Damian Lillard was last preseason when he was still a Blazer. I actually caught courtside tickets for about hundred twenty bucks see? a seat. Yeah. And yeah, my wife and I were able to go down, get the service, and see Dame up close. It was preseason, but that now that he's gone and he's a buck, it's one of my favorite memories. It's very, as it's a very cool fan. to get to see stuff like that and for most of us that's not a it's just not a thing like you know most of us don't have a grand to drop on on a seat and so when those uh just try to look on the the, the life of brian look on the bright side of life when, when your team sucks in, enjoy the value because if if carolina in, in two or three years is a, is a super bowl type team you're you, never seeing that you ain't getting in for 11 bucks and you're not sitting you know three rows up for 60 bucks so yeah uh moral of the story T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Go grab those cheap <laughs> seats when your team has them. It'll still be a fun experience even if your team sucks. All right, let's get on to some story time with Joey Harrington, among other things. I did want to ask him about the mindset of college players going into bowl season and if bowl season is going to change going forward with the NIL. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, it's that time of the week. Story time with Joey Harrington. Let's talk to our best friend, Joey, former Duck. No Rob today since he's already gone for the holidays. So a Schultzy and Souk edition of Story Time with Joey. Merry Christmas, Joey. How's that recovery going? You walking again? You almost off crutches? What's the story there, brother? Well, hold on, we, we got we. You're coming in hot. Yeah. You're coming in hot here. All right, we got a lot of things to unpack. <laughs> you, we're okay. going straight to like the best friend. I, I immediately thought of like the wolf pack and the hangover. Like you're my best friend, and we're best friends, and we're never gonna leave each other. Like wasn't that the song or something yeah, like that? It's like that. Well, you got, you got to remember, Schultzy is a. Uh, He's like a little puppy, and uh, you know when he when he gets a chance Sometimes. to come play in the yard, he, he gets he gets a little excited. He's you know it's he's wearing his Oregon Duck hoodie for like the 17th straight day. I think he's got like a fat head cut out of you on his wall. It's a it's I a like whole it. thing. He's he's very excited right now. Not quite a fat head cut out, but I did cry when I couldn't get your autograph when I was twelve. So I will admit that. I my we wife. Were, but didn't we work together like for for a while? Absolutely, we did. No, and I gosh, I think you signed like two or three footballs for me. You were awesome, and uh, yeah, it was just. I mean, we spent like months together in a studio every Saturday. He lurks so. around the bushes I, from time to time. It's a it's a close <laughs> personal relationship. <laughs> I'd rather be like invited okay. to your holiday parties, but you know, I'll take what I can get. So hanging out in a studio well, with you, you years ago is fun. It's so funny. Like we're, we're it's with Emily having essentially to take care of me for like the last two months, our holiday party ing planning, hosting has, has taken a significant backseat and it's a pretty, uh, pretty limited schedule this year for the Harringtons. We're, we're, we're laying pretty low. Well, I, I will uh, tell you that I, I have infiltrated the Harrington inner circle and in that uh, I have secured a, uh, an invite to a uh, direct neighbor of yours who, you know, we will not re- reveal names, but uh, I have been Carolyn invited. Next door? I have been invited to a holiday party next door <laughs> to the, uh, the Harrington clan. So again, just be prepared at some point during this holiday season. This whole lurking in the bushes, I'm the call may be coming from in your house. You're going to be hanging out, and there's a knock at the back door, and it's me. Okay, well, so we, we addressed this a couple of weeks ago. One, I surrounded the, the, <laughs> the property with barbed wire, right? So that that is – I feel pretty safe about that. Two, my direct neighbor, um, while she is absolutely – she is a rock star, um, I, I can't really imagine Carolyn having um, – you know any any big ragers for the uh, for the holiday season? But hey, you know what? Uh, stranger things have happened. Yeah, uh, you know? I, I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to invite you, but I believe this is an exclusive party, and I'm not certain that you, the likes of you, are are invited. But me, on the other hand, it's really a Timbers gathering. You know, it's for the real Timber fans, and you know, I, mm-hmm. not certain. I mean, that's I'm not certain that you're part of this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Um... I'm going to bite my tongue and uh, subscribe to the philosophy that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know what I'm going to do, Joey? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do you a, I'm going to see if I can get you an invite. I'm going to see if I can pull some strings and be like, look, I I got a friend. I know him. He's kind of lonely. He's been laid up for a while. Not a lot of friends. Got hit by a car once. (laughs) 
speaking of which, and and Schultz just asked me, I, I'm I'm walking, baby. I am mobile. Yeah. As of as of Wednesday, it is. I, I thought. Remember the the scene in Willy Wonka when he comes walking out to the gate and his cane gets stuck and yeah. and then he rolls forward. <laughs> yeah, that's like that was that was me on on Wednesday morning coming down the stairs for uh, for breakfast. It was like one crutch, one crutch, and then drop it and just go full straight like Simone Biles, you know somersault and backflip into the kitchen so are we like uh, are we walking with a limp uh, or are we like uh, are we full-on you know cruising here with some power walking well um let's just say if i was walking anywhere near don pelham yeah. former uh, linebacker coach he would look at me and he'd say are you limping or are you pimping <laughs> yeah so yeah I get that all the time. I, I have like a permanent limp. And so people always ask me like, why are you limping? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, uh, I just limp. It's just, it's, it's did you, did you play 30 years of football? <laughs> play 30 years of football. Then come at that. Then I, I can tell you. Yeah, I just limp. I, I don't know what to tell you. I feel like that's an indicator. Yeah. Former NFLers or former 20 year football players. Are you limping? Uh, yeah, that guy played football. There, yeah, there's really no other sport. Limp. I think you can say that about. Well, I mean, kudos to you for being off the crutch and right in time for the holiday season. So it's the best time of the year. There you go. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Now, Harrington Sounds holiday good. family traditions happening at the uh, household, despite no real parties happening. I mean, I know uh, I, you sound really happy. Like, I'm sure you're happy because you're off the crutches, but it's Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. Sounds like you're enjoying it. What, uh, what are you planning for next week or hosting any family or at least a couple of people over at the Harrington household? You know, I, I think we're going to kind of do that. Let's just, let the moment come to us. Yeah. We got a couple, uh, we got a family thing this weekend. You know, of course we have the Christmas Eve with, with Emily's family and then Christmas night with, with my family, but you know, kind of in between, we're just gonna, we're just gonna ride this season and just see where it takes us. That's, there's there's, uh, there's nothing. The there. Harrington house does very well. Like, we're, we're usually pretty significant planners, but uh, we're just gonna kind of go with the flow. There is nothing wrong with that. That is, uh, that's me. I'm more of a uh, of a leaf on the uh, the water sort of thing. And you know what? You'll just you'll stumble into holiday uh, gatherings. You know, things will happen. People will show up. You'll go places and. It's better that way. It's a, it's very organic. It's part of the Christmas. Although this year I'm exclusively celebrating Hanukkah for some reason. So it's uh, it's to turn it over. I'm trying to cover all my bases that way. Like I figure at the end of my life, at some point I will have celebrated everything. And it's kind of like a, you know, just covering my, my backside. So this year it'll be a, a Hanukkah celebration. But yeah, you just kind of let this a conscious. Is this a conscious choice? Is this a, a familial like family? Is this a lady friend? Is this you know? No, I just what what's the well, I've, been, you know? I've been planning on the deathbed repentance for uh, for a long time, but then I kind of got to thinking, what if I don't get that? So I want to cover my bases now. So I'm thinking like each year I just celebrate like a different faith, and then like by the time it's I'm, I'm getting towards the end, I got my bases covered. Whatever happens at the end, I'm like, I got this. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember, like, yeah, you know, 2024. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. So I'm just, I'm exploring the studio space. You know, it's uh, it's more fun than putting some whimsy in my holiday season. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to say to that, but um, I got a Hanukkah you know? bush this year. It's wow. fantastic. And people are like, "You Jewish?" I'm like, "No." Are you going to no, be? No, not. I'm just. Yeah. I, it was on sale. I got it on like Amazon. Okay, I'm, I'm really intrigued here. Tell me about your eight crazy nights. Like what? What? What's? What's in store for for Big Souk here? The Nora's Oliver Souk's house. My yeah, God. you know we're just you know there's a I've been uh, there's a little place by me like the Jerusalem Cafe. So I was, and I had some of their like holiday wares. I got myself a uh, I got myself a menorah, like a little light up menorah. I'm doing a whole thing here, you know. Just <laughs> why not? Are you going to temple? Are we? Wait, nah, what, what are we? Nah, nah, no. that's, that's that's a bridge too far. Maybe if I'm invited, I don't know where one is. But again, that's part of the holiday whimsy. I'm just letting it happen. Maybe I will. Maybe it's maybe at some point someone's like, "Hey, come out," and I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" I'll go check it out. And the next year, maybe like a a pagan winter solstice. Although I've been doing that for like the last 15 years. But you know, I don't know, like a Kwanzaa thing or so. I don't know. 
Let's uh, let's let's do some different stuff. Let's mix it up. If, if you if you're looking for a, if you're looking for a temple invite, I I, I think I got you covered. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think I, I could set that up for you. I'm all on. Let's let's do it. It's so funny. I've been all watching. Right. I I get into the uh, holiday uh, Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel. Like I, I just I can't get enough of the the sappy oh love stories. Are you one of those people? I am. He, he is. Uh, that oh. shocks you. Look, we at are. Him. We're. I'm rescinding that best friend song. Dang it. The the. I mean, seriously. Well, like you're I, a Hallmark Channel guy. Yeah, but I, I, I'm the entire holiday spectrum. I love Bad Santa too. It's not like there's one section of movies that I like don't want to watch, or like there's something too bad or okay, you know, too but, but raunchy see, there's, for Christmas. There's one section of movies that I don't want to watch, and it's <laughs> okay. anything that's on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. And that know, is like, I, I don't know, like that. Who, 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 Sook? Where'd we get this guy? Like, we're I'm I'm having some se- severe like buyer's remorse at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. Once once you get to know him a little bit, the holiday uh, Hallmark thing, it's the least shocking thing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on brand for me. Yeah, Schultze is like Olaf from Frozen. It's a he just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of magic and Christmas cheer inside of him, and he wants to live okay. in that he wants to live in that world. Which is all great, which is fantastic and wonderful, just not in the Hallmark. So, Schultz, five favorite top five uh, Christmas movies. And if you say one that is on my absolutely not, we are going to fight. Uh, uh, in no particular order, but top overall, Christmas Vacation. But then after that, in no particular order, you probably have the Santa Claus, Home Alone, Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie in my opinion. No, we're going to fight. Dang I will it. fight you. That is not a Christmas movie. It is. It, it is, is absolutely a Christmas, a Christmas you know, Bruce movie. Willis. It's simply a movie that happens at Christmas time. You know, Bruce it's Willis just an did. ancillary plot. Yeah, Bruce Willis chimed in on that. And when they did the roast, it's not. yeah, when they did the roast of Bruce Willis on Comedy Central, his final words were, he said, the only reason I did this is that I can settle this once and for all. And he said, <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. That is from Bruce thank Willis. You. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, to lean into what you guys are both saying, I even think um, Netflix did like a special on a few Christmas movies, including Die Hard. Yes, it was like a collection of four Christmas movies, but in that, the director said, um, no, this actually wasn't a Christmas movie. So I'll lean into you guys. All right, you're right. Even the director. I mean, that's like the potentially star. saying that, like, Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Ah, that's a I'll tell you what, I do enjoy some Gremlins. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, if you are doing that, you could put you could put Gremlins <laughs> in the Christmas category. And Gremlins no, is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Man, we, we we are going on some serious tangents today. Okay, first of all, I, the Christmas vacation, awesome, fantastic. The top of the list, I, I'm pretty sure you left Elf off that list. Oh, yeah, see, I, I just forgot Elf. That's that's probably, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 and that's my fault because I, I had a pretty intense reaction when she said that yeah. Die Hard. I don't even think I got through my five. I think it was like Die Hard, and then I you're like, straight, get the hell out. straight interrupting. I went interrupting Cal on that one. Like, knock, <laughs> knock, who's there? Moo. Um a Christmas Story. A Christmas Story is the greatest Christmas movie in okay. the history of Christmas movies. It's it's I hard, mean it's it, hard to argue with that. It's my mom's favorite. Absolutely. I mean the glow of electric sex coming <sighs> from that window. Yeah. I mean it is absolutely. We were we were coming home and we were driving back and somebody had. I was with my youngest Emmett and um, we were driving back and somebody had one of the those lamps in the window. And he looked at me, he said, dad, it's from the movie. I said, yeah. And he said, why, what happened with the mom? I said, she accidentally broke it. <laughs> and he said, but was it an accident? And I said, get the glue. <laughs> We're all out. You use up all the glue on purpose. It's- Not a finger. It's it really oh. is. I mean, it's the gold standard. It may not be everyone's favorite, but I mean, there's a reason why TNT runs it 24 yeah. seven on Christmas Eve and into Christmas. My off the top of my head, I would say Christmas Story, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation are, are probably my uh, two favorite. And those are probably interchangeable. And then I also throw this one and it doesn't get enough credit. I love the, the Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm a Muppets Ooh. guy, and I am a big, Solid. big Muppets Christmas Carol guy. I grew up with Muppet Christmas Carol because remember, like you, everything, everything wasn't on demand, right? You yeah. had to sit there, yeah. and I would make sure, like that one year, like you put the 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 uh, I don't even remember what it was called, 
the tape in the VCR, the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> One of those like, things. What is that thing called? And then as soon as it came on, you know, channel six, bam, you hit the record button. So I had the, the VHS tape of a Muppets Christmas Carol. And I watched that all year. That was, that's a, that's a good call. Yeah. Cause that would have been like early nineties, maybe that the 90, 91, something like that. Yep. And, and it's just, whenever that comes on and it doesn't get played nearly as much as elf or, uh, like Four Christmases is another modern good one that's oh, with Vince Vaughn that I like. But if the Muppet Christmas okay. Carol is on, you're you're gonna get me for at least an hour to sit my ass down. Okay, so there's so there's two different categories here, I think, and and maybe they can overlap. But like you can go with the Four Christmases and the Family Stone and like the actual movie movies. Yeah. But like, where are we falling on the? Like the Christmas cartoon, like how do we feel about Rudolph? Yeah, and, yeah, like the you know, heat, heat and, miser and you know, Trosty and all the Grinch. If we're doing if we're doing that, then the Boris Karloff, the original Grinch, that's my number. Yeah, one. the family home entertainments. All right, Joey, we're we're up against it, so I want your answer to that oh, question. When we come back, we're gonna ask you more. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Or about some lovely Christmas favorites. I've actually got a, a cartoon that I haven't mentioned yet. And we're going to ask you as well what you think about the commitment of Dylan Gabriel to Oregon. Dante Moore possibly coming to Oregon as well. And ask you how much bowls are actually going to mean going forward. Story time with Joey Harrington. More coming up next on The Fan. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. Back here, story time with Joey Harrington. Just a few more minutes as we dive right into the Christmas season. Now, we've been talking. Wait, what do you mean a few more minutes? We've got like an hour. Oh, yeah. We got, I got all day here. If you want to stay on for the club, we can we can have you on. Trust me. When Joey Sponsors, comes on. the cl- Commercials. Like, we yeah. got nothing but time. Kids are out of school. It's <laughs> Christmas break. I got nothing but time now. The clock means nothing, Joey. This is my last day of the year. I'm going to Canada after this. So, I'm, I, I don't Shut care. Up. Yeah, it means nothing. You're not going to be here next week? Uh, I leave next week. So I'll, I'll be here partially next week, but I will be... Uh, the last couple of years, we uh, we have done Christmas abroad. Normally, I do Mexico. But this year, um, we uh, we changed it up, and we're, so we, we rented a place up in, in Canada. So I'm leaving, like, on, like, Thursday or something. I don't know. I just was told You're when to get me? the car. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll be here for the... Uh, I'll be here for the 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 Harrington celebration early next week. I'll come stalking a little earlier, like a Monday Tuesday stock. So we don't have we don't have our chat next week. Is no, that what you're saying? no, I will not be here next two weeks. I will uh, I, I will be in the the Great White North. Suk is like a, a kid on the last day of school before winter break. He oh, keeps yeah. looking at the clock. Oh, He's I'm like, out. oh god, twenty minutes, yeah, ten minutes. I'm out. Yeah, we can go as long as you want, Joey. We got another hour here, baby. Just keep going. <laughs> Talk about the Muppets. We can talk about Four Christmases. You name it. Rudolph the Grinch. Now, oh, okay. So, okay. Where does where does Charlie Brown fall in there? Oh, that's yeah. That's, that's literally what I was just going to ask. Now, a Charlie Brown yeah. Christmas comes to mind. We're, Love it. That's mm. that's top shelf. Of all the Rudolphs and the Heat Misers and the Jack, the, yeah, the, the 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 Charlie Brown Christmases. Dude, peanuts is is fantastic. You you can't go wrong. A there. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, even though it was made twenty years after the a Charlie grape, Brown Christmas, the great pumpkin. Still awesome. pe- yeah, yeah, anything involving uh, anything involving Charlie Brown and the holidays, you've got me. That's probably the top okay. cartoon, Joey. So so we have. Uh, I think I have your answer. So we have the original Grinch. We have Rudolph. We have Frosty, the one with uh, the magician. Um, <laughs> what was the magician's name? Oh yeah, what. Uh... In the, in the in the little girl's name was Karen. I remember that. I know of what and you're speaking. I it was can't Professor think... something or other. Yeah, mm, Frosty Magician. I gotta find it. Yeah, um... and they puts him in like the boxcar and like tries to freeze him to death. Like it's a bit morbid there, you know. Oh yeah, well some uh, of those old ones they they can get a little dark. They can get a little sideways on you. Yeah. Okay, so if we're going Grinch, Frosty, Rudolph, um, you're you're choosing. Both of you are choosing uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas would be two. Grinch one for me, Charlie Brown Christmas two. See, I, I go opposite, and then probably Frosty, and then Santa Claus is coming to town after that. Although, I don't know if that's a cartoon, but it is still, I mean, it's like stop motion, kind of what Elf is based off of. So, uh, 
I'll throw that in there. And then my number five is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, a much later produced. I think it was like 1998. Uh, they run it that's on like the movie? CW that, every That's year. like a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they literally took a song. It was uh, like, a, like a, the... What's the what's the like a, group yeah, like in a, sync? But, um, Grandma like a got Jeff run Fox over by a reindeer. Well, a guy's name is Elmo yeah. that sings it. Uh, it, it yeah. yeah, some dude named Elmo that sings it. But they made him uh, made him make a show for an hour based on that song. So that's actually one of my favorite Christmas specials to watch every year. Also, so random I'm but in there. Yeah, I think you can find it online, but it'll be on the CW like tonight. It's been on every single week. So go look for that. Uh, but uh, gosh, we could talk Christmas movies all day, Joey. I kind of want to get a little bit of duck business taken care of before we get out of here, though, for the holiday Boo. season. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's bowl season. Not, if you're not in the CFP, nobody cares, right? And that's actually a, a great place to start uh, before we talk about Dylan Gabriel and get out of here. How much do non-CFP bowls mean, Joey? I mean, the new world, of this transfer portal is just making it so tough to hold on to talent. You really don't know what the what the actual outcomes of games are going to be. I mean, maybe up until the night before because you're not sure who's playing. So is it just going to be really hard to keep a team focused and together for a bowl going forward, if not impossible? Or do you see some kind of letting up on that? Because this seems like a big change going forward. I I don't, I'm, I should say my my feelings are not fully formed and I, a lot of the things that I see, I immediately question and say, why is he doing that? And then I think about it and say, well, that's kind of how the rules are set up and college football is changing. And then I say, well, I'm not sure I really like that. And then I say, stop being a stick in the mud and this, you know, stop screaming at clouds and, and uh, you know, you adapt or you die. And, you know, we've already discussed that, you know, college football is, is a completely different animal now. So I, I don't know what the right answer is. Um, does it feel right for players to leave before bowl games? No. Like transfer? No, it, it doesn't. But that, that's how the rules are set up. When, you know, they have that window to do it. Does it feel right to declare for the NFL draft and say, I'm not going to play in a bowl game. Well, no, but then yes, because I mean, really, what are you gaining? Um, you know, if, if college football now is simply a minor league, you know, uh, a springboard to the NFL, which is kind of what it's, you know, it's just minor league football. Now they're, they're, they're professionals. They're getting paid. So, you know, that, that kind of makes sense. Um, does it, for building a program for the following year, sure, there's some some momentum to that. But does beating a Florida State team where 11 starters have either said they're not playing because of the draft or have transferred, like, does that really make any difference? I, I don't know. Like, it's just this weird – it's this – college football has taken this weird journey of bowl games meaning something. And like, really, like you have to work and you have to earn a bowl, bowl game. And then bowl games became about money. And everybody, you, you had a, a sponsor, you, you, you get a bowl game. Like, hey, the, you know, I'm trying to, you know, the Cedar Garland, you know, Nutcracker Bowl, whatever. I, I think we got the it. avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl coming up this weekend. So there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. Good example I mean, there's, there's, yeah. And, and then it became like, there are 173 bowls out there and everybody gets a bowl. You get a bowl and you get a bowl and you get a bowl. And then there was, like, it didn't really mean anything. And then people said, well, if it's not going to mean anything, why am I going to play? And so I, I almost feel like there needs to be a significant retr- like reduction, like this, re- like, you know, the bulls grew to the point where it's like, Hey, it, there's too much. This doesn't mean anything. Now let's, let's bring this back to a point where there's actually some sort of value to these games other than just potentially putting some money in, in pocketbooks or letting the coaches see the, you know, see their players in action for them. Because what's happening now is bowl games are kind of becoming a, a an audition for the following season, you know, player a transfers player B, um, you know, declares for the draft and then neither one of them are playing in the game. Well, let's see what we got in the backups, you know, and you know, you get a one game audition to see if you, <laughs> if they're going to bring somebody else in to try and replace you for next year. It's, it's an odd, it's an odd, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Bowl games have become this odd thing. How about that? I think I saw, um, and this was a week ago, so the numbers may have increased, but uh, as of last week, it was like 412 kids are not participating in teams bowl games because they've entered the transfer portal. There was like 40 something that weren't participating in bowl games because of uh, declaring for the NFL draft. And I think it was 60 coaches, obviously not all head coaches, but it was 60 different coaches that will not be coaching in their teams bowl games because they have uh, accepted other positions. (laughs) So, you know, you start doing some, some math on that, and you're right in that when you are playing Florida State or you are playing Notre Dame, you're really not playing you're Florida not. State or, and Notre Dame. You're playing whatever the holiday version of it is, but that's not the Florida State team. If Florida State beats or loses to Georgia, this isn't Georgia and Florida State. It's not the one that you would have seen no. had you gone to the playoff. It's not the one you would have seen had you played week eight. Um, well, let me thing. ask you this question. You you mentioned Notre Dame. Does Oregon State even have a quarterback? Yeah, they got uh, Go Branson, who I don't think has taken a snap all year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I thought he was – I'd heard that he was leaving. He, he, I mean, he, he might be, but as far as – I Still the starter, I right? think yeah. he technically – again, if, unless I've seen – unless something has changed – uh, I believe he, I believe he is the starter. Kind but. of a showcase game for him, it seems like, before he decides to head out. Yeah, he ain't. He ain't yeah, gonna, he ain't I mean, there, be there is the realistic possibility in some of these situations. Like, either all your quarterbacks transfer, yeah. or if someone gets hurt, like you're you're they going straight wildcat. For, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. That's just that's just. Yeah, it's know, in the words of in the Ricky in the words of Ricky Bobby, the immortal scholar. That's just dumb. <laughs> that, that, that's just dumb. Uh, well, Joey, we've had so much fun taking up so much time. We're out of it. So I, I apologize, but I, I got to let you go. Get on to your Merry Christmas celebrations, my friend. Uh, so, happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah happy Please. Hanukkah. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Sorry, Souk. Damn. I suck. Respect my new beliefs, Schulte. <laughs> don't, don't commit a hate crime. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you, though, Joey. Seriously, man. Merry Christmas. All right, guys, and, and uh, have fun in Canada. Yeah, I won't see it for, uh, won't talk for a couple weeks, but just know, Joey, that you will be in my, you will be in my holiday heart. You and the bottle of uh, Weller that I got from the Harrington Foundation. That too will be somewhere warming my chest over a cold, cold uh, Canada Hanukkah Eve. <laughs> jackpot. I like your style. All right, fellas. We'll talk to you next year, my friend. See you, guys. Appreciate you, Joey. That's Joey Harrington, brought to you every Friday by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. The club is next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.